Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm Alex Whiteley, and um, today I'm, I've got to first of all, I'm going to apologise to these guys, these guys before, but bring them on because um, so I've I, so I've, I've mashed up my ankle. My whole schedule's just gone completely out the window. Um, I'm catching up on emails, catching up on editing. There's not a lot I can do. Uh, so I thought this was e- this evening um, because I've been looking at my schedule because I've been catching up on everything else. So um, they were like, I got a message off Emily and and she was like, oh, we're doing this now? And I was like, I thought it was later on this evening. And she was like, no, it's it's, it's one o'clock. And I was like, oh my gosh. And but now it's half past two and we're doing this. So uh, many apologies, guys. But I'm joined by the guys from TMS Telford. Hello, how are you? Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm Emily from Telford Makerspace. And I'm Paul from Telford Makerspace. Brilliant. It's lovely to speak to you guys. We met at the Wellington Orbit, uh, which uh, are doing a great job in in supporting local content creators and people that do similar things. And uh, I, I got to do a, a great talk. Oh, I say it was great. I just rambled for half an hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is where I met you guys. Um, but Paul, we've we've kind of indirectly met before via the Vegan Hub, right? Correct. No, that's you'd be Andy. thinking of Andy. You'd be thinking of Andy. Oh, Andy. Um, Andy's actually just had to drop off and take a phone <laughs> call in, in, in a minute. But uh, no, oh. we, we, me and you, we've never met. Okay, well, we will be a meeting. I'll talk about that. That's oh. one isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what? I love these things though because we are we are literally like I know we met very briefly, but this is one of those awkward things where like you share a business card and like, oh we'll we'll get in touch sometime. This is mm-hmm. us like properly meeting each other and getting to find out each other about each other. Um, so, Emily, do you want to tell us what, what, what the Makerspace, what it is and where, where it came from? Yeah, so so the Makerspace is a community collective. It is a charity run by members of the Telford community that provides a, a resource to the public in both a physical capacity, so the likes of tools and equipment, as well as, as the community to enable people to make anything they want yeah nice it's great um there are so many kids that probably sat there with an old screwdriver that just love to take stuff apart and he's falling uh like love to take stuff apart my brother used to do that when we were kids he took a our, our mega drive controller apart and i was like well you can't put it back together now can you so we literally just you just you just love taking stuff apart uh so it's great that you've got this collaborative group that can put things together and, and, and encourage that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've got many stories of uh, taking things apart. I think one of them being my mum's old Dyson, for example. Oh, she no. went ballistic at that. But, uh, yeah, we, mm-hmm. we're definitely all around bringing people together to make things they didn't think were possible. Amazing. And when did this begin? Oh, God, it was before my time. I think it was, what was it? 2017 2017 was when it sort of uh, when we first started acting out of uh, whatever library or community hub we could find um brilliant and uh the 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 response straight away what what was that like was it was it something that was that that you know hit the ground running or did it take a while to get people on board i'd say it, it took a little while we experienced pretty slow growth to mm. to start with but um so emily we'll, we'll speak about you guys individually so when did you when did you come on to it and, and why and how so I, I joined the the space what was it three year ago at this point um and 
I, I saw it as a way of, of getting a, getting a new circle of friends. You know, I, I used to make it uh, and I still do a fair bit at home, but, uh, but this was a way to really find a, a group of like-minded individuals and, um, and start to sort of broaden my horizons. I joined the space. There was a, you know, a, a handful of members at that time. And I really started to, to get invested. And when we decided to become a charity, I stepped up and said, yeah, I'll take a leadership role in this. Amazing. And, and, um, so when you when you when you you know, bring people together that are like minded, mm. what are the kind of uh, sort of activities that you get to get you know you you put together so that you know do you collaborate on on engineering um, opportunities, um do you put projects together? What do you guys do, or do you just sit and uh, and chat about the things that you'd like to do? So we normally have open evenings or or an open day on a weekend where um, members of our community and members of the public will uh, will will all gather and we will typically work on our own projects and potentially collaborate with others you know especially if there's some technical issue someone's having or uh, a particular project that's got a bit of a headache you know we'll we'll typically dive in and help those help them out fantastic uh, and uh, and paul where, where do you where do you step into this um i i came into this uh, to the telford makerspace um through an article in the shropshire star right at the beginning of the pandemic um, uh, one of one, one of our colleagues, uh, who's also one of the, the trustees, Adam, um, he was uh, making PPE headbands and uh, face visors and stuff. Oh. Um, I got in touch with him, and uh, one thing led to another. I then became a, a trustee on on the board. Um, yeah, I mean, we we just went crazy with the old headbands for the NHS and everything, and um, it, it really took off. And it's for me, it, it's absolutely ideal because it's another, like Emily said, it's another group of friends um, that, you know, like-minded people who like to tinker with things and take things apart and hopefully put them back together again and um, build and extend, you know. Um, I, I remember actually from the Wellington Orbit that Emily had um, a, mm-hmm. a, a camera. It was a camera holster that you made. You made your own camera arm. Was it a camera? Yes, it was. It was. It was a shoulder, a shoulder, shoulder mount rig. Yeah. yeah, and I love that. I was absolutely mesmerised by it. You were like, "Well, I can't afford to go and buy, buy some fancy gizmo, uh, and the, I haven't got one that I like, so I made my own." And I was just like, "This is amazing!" Because yeah. we we all think from that from time to time, I wish you just make my own stuff, and you went ahead and did it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's. Um... It's it's one of those things that when when you start getting into making and figuring out that you actually can make a lot of things yourself, you uh, you go, that's an interesting challenge, or um, or even oh, I could do that with materials got around the house, you know, for 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 the likes of me who owns their own three D printer, it was relatively easy to to get a couple bits of pipe and and make a little little rig like that. How, how easy is it to operate a free? Do you need like uh, to understand lots and lots of mathematics and and uh, you know be very good at coding and stuff to work in a three a three D printer? So, three D printing is isn't quite as simple as your normal printing something off on piece of paper, but I wouldn't say you need a huge background in maths or know how to code or anything. Um, you can as a as an amateur literally just download something off the internet from a variety of sources 
put it into the software that comes with the printer, press print, and it more or less should be uh, should be a ready to print. Should work, yeah. 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 It's uh, it's when things go wrong that you need to need some guidance, yeah. but yeah. that's what we're here for. Yeah, I saw this uh this one of those videos you sit watching at two AM in the morning. It was uh, a cosplay outfit some guy had made. Uh, well, it was a team of them, and it was just like, all these panels of armor plating, and they were just they'd nip over, they'd three D print something, they bring it over, they glue it on, they paint it, and I was just like, yeah, like it's that easy, <laughs> it's that easy. Well, I guess if you if you know how, I guess it's it is. Yeah, yeah, it's all about experience, isn't it? I mean, exactly. it, you you can um, if you want to get started with three D printers, there are some very basic printers at a very reasonable cost out there. Um, and and they can you know some of them can you can expand as your experience and knowledge grows, um, and, or you could go like a lot of people seem to do is buy the most expensive printer, plug it in, and expect it to work miracles, and it won't. Um, it's all you know what you you expect to get from something like that. You know you've got to mm-hmm. manage your own expectations, kind of thing. There's a learning curve, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, one of the things that we found with people is they tend to as paul says dive in at the deep end and then they need a bit of help to get off the ground there's a couple of principles that you have to learn um a little bit of maintenance on the printer they're quite hands-on um it's unlike a you know hp uh laser jet or inkjet printer or whatever you can't literally just make it do something right away so you need to do a bit of tuning and you need to learn how they work um, and it's all a bit alien to start with. And yeah. that's where people tend to flounder, really. Um, amazing. Um, uh, uh, thank you for joining us, Andy, as well. I recognise the change yeah. of voice. I was like, well, that must be Andy. No, got, <laughs> yeah, um, so the, the phone call that I was going to have didn't didn't come in. So I put it on silent. So you can edit that bit out if you want. Yeah, it's absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, I'm, 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 I'm apologies that this is happening later than it was supposed to be. Um, no I'm I'm more fuzzy headed from Kokoda. I don't even take painkillers, but I've I've actually caused I didn't cause an argument, but I fell out with Porky Pig. And this sounds like a random thing to say, but Bob Bergen was meant to come on my show um, at the weekend, uh, who does the voice of Porky Pig, and because I had my accident and I've been hobbling around on crutches, I haven't been able to. I've literally those days where I couldn't get to work and do stuff, so I wasn't paying attention to my emails and my schedule, and I got this email off Bob Bergen going, "Are we doing this thing or what?" And it was sent. Two days ago, oh dear. <laughs> um, so I, I, I sent uh, Bob a, a really a message saying, "I'm very sorry. I, I, like, I genuinely, I've pulled two ligaments in my ankle. I've been away from work, and, and he sent me this really sweet message back. So me and Paul, me and the pig are fine. We're all right. But like, it's really affected everything I do. Um, um, I, I was told that you, you're Andy. You are you're the person qualified to tell me uh, about where Makerspace actually originated from. Um, so. Would you like to tell us about that? Um, where, where did this originally come from? What, what, what made you, or what made this happen? Right. Well, I heard about Makerspaces quite a number of years ago, and I thought, oh, that'd be you know, a really great thing. I must see whether or not there's one in the local area. Um, so this is going back to like 2015 or whatever, and there wasn't. Uh, the nearest ones that I could find were Fizzpop, which is in Digbeth in Birmingham, and going the opposite direction uh, in um, oh, near Keel in uh, Staffordshire. And so basically an hour either way, so it's not really a lot of use for me. Um, and I kept checking back every now and then 
to see whether or not someone had started a makerspace in the Telford area or in, somewhere in Shropshire would have been nice. Um, no one ever did. And eventually, I was talking to my wife about it, and she said, well, why don't you start one up then? And, yeah, here we are. Um, so I thought about it for a while and then started to investigate it a bit and decided, well, okay, what I'll do is uh, start putting out some notifications and try and drum up some interest and get some people together to, to start it off. Um, and it grew from there. So that was uh, probably, I think, it, this is one of those um, New Year's, things where we sort of you know, what do you want to do with this year <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so that it kind of stemmed out of that really um i love it i, I decided that okay uh, no one else was going to do it so um i was going to try and do it and so the idea is that you you, you have a space that you, you guys use and maybe you invite people learn how to make a lamp or learn how to do this and and you you kind of teach you young people how to make things or you you engineers get together and you have meetups like what's what's the idea behind it to empower people really so generally speaking people don't kind of think they can create things um (laughs) but when it comes down to it although there can be technical knowledge involved in things like what i said about the 3d printers earlier um it's not insurmountable it's not stuff that you can't learn and in general, although there might be rocket science behind it, you don't need to know the rocket science. And so you can make things that you never thought you could make. And with some of the technology we've got available now, like laser cutters and 3D printers, you can do some really amazing things. And they can be practical or they can be whimsical. They can be just pure interest. or they Artistic. Can be, yeah, artistic. Yeah. All the, the, the full range. Um, but that's my angle on it is empowerment to, to make it possible for people to make things. And a, a lot of the time, these bits of equipment might be, might be quite expensive to get and not everyone can afford that kind of stuff. And I just no. think that everyone deserves the chance to be able to do that sort of thing. Mm. I'd love to be able to be like, oh, I need a mic clip. I need a, I need a, I need a where's a mic clip? I can't find one. Just print one off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so where we can help, um, you we're talking about uh, whether or not you need to know a lot of maths or whatever or programming to run a 3D printer. So there are sites where you can download things. So there might be a, such a thing that someone else designed mm. that you can either adapt or use directly, mm. or we can probably help you come up with it. Um, you can maybe do some sketches and maybe Emily will help you with some 3D design. So there are programs that you can use that help you to turn an idea into a, a model and which turn, is then turn it into reality yeah so, so it starts off it's on the computer screen yeah. but in the end it's coming out on your 3d printer mm. um and then you've got the thing in your hand when the 3d printer's finished its work and there you go you've created something that and that's amazing. where we come in really so, so so we're my aim is to enable people to do that kind of thing so you've had that idea now everyone has these ideas of oh i wish i could have a thing that did whatever and that's what makerspaces are for, to enable that to happen. Yeah, I, m- I remember um, when I first started this this thing, I was like, I need a desktop because I had um, a blue snowball microphone, right, which comes with this tiny little tripod. You can buy very expensive microphone mounts for them. And I was like, I'm not spending 100 quid on a blooming thing. So I got this old desk lamp, you know, the Pixar-type lamp, and I <laughs> unscrewed, unscrewed the head. 
and then the, the the thread was exact same size as the snowball. So I just screwed that on. I was like, yeah, engineering, you, did it. You are a maker. <laughs> welcome to the fold. Yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, um so since since the 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 creation of uh, makerspace um so how many sort of members have you brought on now uh, emily was just telling me about how you know since since emily's joined that you know lots of people it, it seems to be since to have grown is that right well yeah i mean in the first in the early days there was a group of about five people really um there was me uh, glenn who's a current member we had another guy who was helping us out as the treasurer um and we slowly accumulated additional people who found out about the place and came along and asked what we were about, wanted to know, or they had a a hobby and they wanted to know whether or not we were interested in it too. And over the years, we, by the time Emily had joined, we probably had about 10 people who were coming in occasionally, not all particularly regularly, not, not every single week. Every now and again, yeah. Yeah, and then lockdown hit, and yeah. for for a lot of people that is a a terrible story. For us, it was rather different um, because we ended up making visors for PPE um, using three D printers. Um, one of our trustees, Adam before he was involved in the makerspace, he he called me up desperate for some help and basically said, hey, uh, can you help me? I'm making these visors for PPE for the health staff and uh, I can't keep up with the demand. Have you got any 3D printers? So I said, well, yeah, I, we we're in a makerspace. We have a few people who've got 3D printers. I'm sure we can help you out. Maybe I'll help you. <laughs> and, and that actually brought quite a lot of people to us. Because they heard about it, they heard about the the effort to make the PPE, and they said, "Well, I've got a three D printer. I'll join in as well." And oh, okay. uh, and it grew from there. So the the lockdown, shockingly, was in the early days pretty good for us. Uh, we ended up doing things in our own homes and communicating over Discord. Um, there wasn't much face to face going on, obviously, because that wasn't yeah. allowed most of the time. And so the most face-to-face really was when Adam would come around to collect um, the, the product that we produced on our 3D printers. We had several, you know, probably about eight 3D printers running. I think we made oh, nearly yeah. 4,000 um, visor headbands, which was what we were 3D printing mainly, plus a load of other bits and pieces like um, door openers. Actually, I mean, you you made quite a lot of the mm-hmm. other door things, open. didn't you? Um and that that boosted us quite a lot. We also used the lockdown time to f- make good on our promise to ourselves to finish off our charity application, um, which is an interesting process. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, we came out of it as a charity and with a bigger membership, which is not a bad story for lockdown, I think. It's, uh, it's funny how it affected so many people i mean we we i mean i always talk about this on the biscuits like we just bought a mobile studio we were about to hit the, the all the festivals and stuff which is what we're doing now i feel like in in some regards the the, the pandemic set us back a year with, with the development of the biscuit but also it moved us into a virtual realm where we could find out what's going on around the town without actually leaving our homes which is which yeah. was pretty cool um so yeah it did it, it affected so many people in different ways and there's lots of people 
locked at home, sat in the rooms, bouncing off the walls. Um, you know, maybe you helped inspire people rather than sitting around, moping around, trying to complete Netflix. Um, <laughs> they can get hands on and, and try and fix things, make things. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, well, that, that, that's that's when I came to the makerspaces, like when pandemic, and I'd never yeah. done anything three D printing wise before in my life. Um, in previous uh, roles and that in my education, and all that, I'm a qualified engineer. Um, didn't help me in any way, shape, or form with three D printing because it was totally new to me. And uh, these guys with Adam's help and that helped me, you know, do a lot more technical things with printers that I thought I could never do. You know, and it's all about empowering people and getting people to um, to bring their dreams and things to to life and fruition, kind of thing. Into it. it's a it's breaking down a few walls as well, isn't it? Because yeah, like, um, when it comes to, I, I can sit. I mean, I sat here with Stan Lee t shirt on. I'm a bit of. I'm a massive geek. I love my my, my Batman. I love. But when it comes to like being the person who you're supposed to be sometimes you know there's there's people that'll be like well you can't do that that's properly nerdy you can't do it but like sometimes you just gotta embrace that you gotta be like no i'm I'm really good at making these things i'm gonna go and do this thing and there's this space where i can go and do it now so this is where i'm gonna go see you later bye and i'm, I'm i applaud you for for giving people the 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 license to be able to go and do that because it's very important that they have some, some you know whether it's young people whether it's yourself paul where, where you could just go and 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 find somewhere to put your skills to test or pass on the torch, I guess, to another generation of engineers, creators and stuff. I think it's really, really good. Yeah. So well done. Um, Andy, where is this journey taking you? Um, is um, what's, what's next for you guys? Well, what's next for us is finding a new venue. Uh, the place that we were operating out of currently has a huge roof leak and oh, uh, the landlord is not managing to deal with it um, and has basically told us that the schedule for being able to deal with it is in the months rather than weeks. And this has been going on since uh, I think it was early December when we first had we had those storms back in, in the early winter and it took some tiles off the roof, I think. Um and so we can't currently use our space. Now we continue with Discord and organizing virtual, things, yeah, you know, yeah, doing virtual some virtual pieces. bits and pieces, but yeah, yeah. but it, it's hampering us really, really badly. So we've been casting around for new spaces for quite some time, um, but it's reached a bit of a fever pitch at the moment. Yeah, mm. even before the roof caved in, you know, we were at our capacity. You know, before COVID, we had sort of ten or twelve people. A night in quite a small room, basically a small dance studio. Um, but with with COVID, with everything else, you could maybe fit five people safely in there. Yeah, social and distancing and uh, with um, COVID screens up and, and all that kind of stuff. Else, yeah. it, it really cramped us. We'd uh, we'd definitely outgrown our space. There'd been a there's been a huge need for us to to move to somewhere bigger, somewhere better for a long time. Yeah, somewhere where we can leave things set up all yeah. the time. I mean, you know, at the moment we've got to open up, clean up, set up, mm. pack away, pack away, shut up. Kind of a thing. lot of our <laughs> equipment is on wheelie trolleys. trolleys yeah, stuff. so we've got little little benches that we actually made that are on casters. That we can so an old garage or something would be great for you guys, wouldn't it? Um, like an old car garage, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe a bit bigger than that, I think. More, more, but more yeah. 
more like um, like an MOT place. Yeah, or yeah. an industrial like unit. Um, like, like industrial is what we wanted, really, wasn't it? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. There's a place um, in Horse Hay, isn't there, where there's, the, um, there's like a, a gym and a, uh, there's a play barn down there. They've got these great units, um, that, that kind of thing, where you can just open up the doors and go in and have plenty of space to... Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we've got a huge list of criteria for for, for <laughs> some sort of ideal space, you know. Yeah. It would help to have good internet access, for example. Yeah. But uh, the also main location as well. Exactly. The the main the main ones for us is being big enough to actually fit our membership, fit our equipment hmm. and uh, to be, you know, relatively local to Telford or hmm. Wellington or yeah. to actually, you know, get members of the public in. Yeah, I so I don't want for the space to to require people to drive there um, where possible. I think it needs to be at least walkable from the local train station and bus station. Um, okay, that makes sense. So going out in the sticks would be probably quite easy, but really... It's not what we want, though. Yeah, I think we, we do need to be at least central to either Wellington or one of the other Telford uh, main towns. Mm. Um, and... If um if a, say a committee was to be like sit around and be like okay these guys it's going to do a really odd okay these guys they want space <laughs> I don't know how committee sounds um, <laughs> <laughs> got Arnie impression is it <laughs> the Arnie impression I've got the one over there I've got to be careful don't swear though but no um yeah so if they're going to look at your thing how would how would you say um that that TMS sort of helps will will benefit the community. Well, what we do, in essence, anyway, benefits the community, but it's not limited to that. We already do things. So, for instance, um, we occasionally build things for local groups. Um, we run charity events occasionally. So at Christmas time, we did a thing we called Iron Santa. Um, one of our members makes Iron Man suits. He 3D prints them and then sands and paints them. They look the real deal. They're, they're really very, very good. Uh, they take an immense amount of time and an effort to produce. Um, but his idea, he wanted to, wanted to do a an Iron Man suit. Um, and we thought, well, why don't we make it Santa? So we, there was a bit of back and forth. We came up with ideas. And eventually he went and made an Iron Man suit. And we paired it up with a Santa suit. We did some fundraising and got some toys together for... Uh, kids that were um, in hospital over Christmas in the uh, PRH hospital in Telford. And he did an Iron Santa's Grotto. So uh, Emily and Paul, who, sorry. Who, it was uh, it was me and uh, Adam went. Yeah, I, the yeah they originally wanted more, but of course COVID yeah. restrictions re resulted in fewer people um, being able to go. But yeah, so we gave out toys um to the kids in the hospital and it was iron sand who gave the toys out um Amazing. so we, we do things like that um and we're planning to do more things like that because we can like you help can out. you make me a, a bat suit please i just really want my own realistic bat suit thank you you would have to chat with the uh, <laughs> well we strictly we don't do orders but we <laughs> enable so yes you can have your bat suit and we will help you to make it <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, a bit of give and take we're, we're quite happy to 
help you along that journey, um, help you to learn things and help you to make things. Uh, but what we don't really do, we're not a we're not on shop commission. that sells yeah. stuff. Though we no, could no. do that if that was going to raise funds for us. Um, but our main aim is to help people to make what they want to make themselves. Empower, which I think is a great word to use. Um, like, so if you want it, make it. Uh, and you know what kind of when it, if. Say, say somebody was listening to this right now and wanted to come and join along and, and, and be part of what you guys do, whether it be by Discord or turning up to, if you get yourself a venue and, and, and having a make-along with you guys, what kind of level are we talking at? Can people just bruise in if they have no experience? Anybody, anybody. The whole, the whole point of this really is that, so you see things like all these YouTube videos, how to make this, how to make that, and the people are that are doing them i've obviously got a lot of experience behind it etc mm. and you're sitting there and you think i'd love to have a go at that i don't know how to do it i'd love to have it that's the kind of people that that we're here for is so they can come they can talk to us and we can say well okay well the person to speak to is this person here in our group he can advise help um you know tell you what you're going to need any kind of costs what kind of tools etc um, and we can go from there with it, really. And there's no limit, really, to things we can we can't help and build with. Yeah. And also, the the, the level of skills to start with doesn't have mm. you don't have to be experienced or skilled because we are there to help people to gain those skills. Yeah. 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 So you know you can come in as a complete newbie with no technical skills, but a desire to learn how to do maybe it's 3D printing, maybe it's woodwork. We do more traditional stuff as well as I think. Needle craft, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we we pool our resources and knowledge, and we help people out in that way. So we don't have like a an entrance exam or anything like that. Um, you just have to show some willingness to to learn and give it a go. Mm. Um, we've done courses on uh, robots, you know, robotics with Raspberry Pis, where we're teaching kids how to do that kind of stuff um we've also had sessions where we've made things out of recycled pallet wood and we're we we're planning a um a cigar box guitar session at some point in the future once we have a space we can use um and some other bits and pieces like that so um a lot of the time it's recycled materials and simple stuff but yeah it's, it's literally you just need to have a desire to give it a go i think with this it's, it's, it seems like something that you, you you're not just going to take you're going to give too so like if you're going to be part of this be a part of it you know just to, to turn up make your cigar box guitar and then and skedaddle like let, let's see what else you, you're capable of is, is this is this something that um that parents can um do that's extracurricular for their kids away from school we certainly have kids um we certainly have kids turn up um Normally, if they're sort of, you know, under 16, 18 years old, we sort of ask for parent supervision, especially if they're going to be using power tools. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, kids are more than welcome to join in. Adults mm. as well. Old fogies, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't really, really have kind of a, we don't discriminate. an age. No, we don't discriminate no, age at, at all. all. No. Um, so, you know, we've, we've had some members who are pensioners. Um, we've had young kids in primary school, secondary school. Um, the majority of people are probably in their 30s or 40s. Um, but, no, there, there's no rules on that. Good. Good. Any and all are welcome. Um, it's, it's one of those things, I think, sometimes where, I mean, 
I'm lucky enough. I don't have to change a plug on a on a, an electric thing. But it's like one of those things that people might look at and go, I've never learned how to change a plug. You know, there's some people probably never changed a light bulb in their life, you know. So to you guys are motivating people to go out and find the answers for themselves. And I think it's really important because we've all sat up until three o'clock in the morning watching a guy forge a, a ring out of a penny with all the amazing expensive equipment he's got lying around his house. Um, but like to be able to do something like that and make it reality, motivate yourself to go out there and make amazing things yourself, especially out of pallet wood. And you saw it talk about uh, recycled pallets. That's very popular. There's so many people make furniture. And I saw some guy, uh, bird boxes and stuff that he'd made um, out of pallet wood. Uh, very, very cool stuff to, to learn, especially uh, during something like a pandemic or something. Say, you know, you're, you're at home, you don't have a lot to do. Um, you're getting depressed because you're alone, which, you know, a lot of people can relate to it lately. Um, then there's, there's skills out there you can learn. It's great. Absolutely. And one of our functions is to, to uh, kind of help with that um, isolation. So that's how the, the Discord server came into being. It was Emily's idea. Um, Emily is a bit of a gamer and was <laughs> using Discord before, and we were hit by the lockdown initially. And like, well, what are we going to do? How, how are we going to organize things? And so Emily how are we going to stay up, together as a yeah. group? Oh, why don't we use Discord? Um, we can do voice calls on that and just text chat. And that's how we kind of got through the early part of the the pandemic. Mm -hmm. But it's also about keeping people in the loop and making people sort of feel valued and yeah, giving giving people yeah. a virtual way to to keep in help. contact and yeah. and to kind of just yeah. be a person, you know, to be able to interact. And obviously, the face to face stuff is starting to come back now. But we've done so much more online recently because of necessity. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it does help with, with mental health. You know, people people have said to us, you know, that, that I'm not sure I would have survived without that. Yeah, uh, Discord is a, is a great place. I, I do it. I, I use it during the radio, and people can chat to me during the show. But you know, it, it is a great place. It's so much better than Facebook or Twitter or something because it's just that instant, it's just chat. Yeah, it's a chat room that is moderated by the person that runs that server or that that that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, is, adverts. <laughs> no adverts yeah and you know we were gonna we nearly ended up doing this over discord recording this over discord because we can get streaming out to work but um i want the visuals I want people to see us on on youtube um but yeah discord if you're listening to this i think what is discord well go and check it out seriously it's it's a mixture between i would say uh sort of facebook twitter and reddit it's kind of like you can have individual chat rooms or, or, or servers that you can join and just talk about with like-minded people it's very good um um, so what, what can people do to help TMS? I mean, obviously you need a new venue uh, you could do with, with people join, you know, coming and joining you guys on discord and getting in with, stuck in with the conversation. But if I was to ask you, well, how can people help you? What would you say? So we are, we are open for donations. We will take monetary donations through, uh, through our PayPal, um, we, we do want people to come and come and join us, come and see what we're all about. You don't need to be any sort of paid member to join the Discord and to, to engage with us. You know, there, there's also the social media element. If we can, especially if we can make some noise about our need for a new property, that would be amazing. Yeah. Finding us a property will be the, the key the thing. First part, yeah. But funding is the, is, is the big thing really for us. Yeah. Um, and becoming a member and paying 
£10 a month would really, really help because that gives us a secured income then. And it means that we can more reliably calculate how much we can afford if we find a place to rent. <laughs> I, I am with you on that one. I, I feel like... Uh... We know each other obviously from my my time at the parade, uh, the the studio at the parade in Shrewsbury, and um, I used to I used to be there every week, and um, that obviously came to an end because we were making use of the empty units. But we don't have a studio anymore in town, and I feel like it would be great if the Shrewsbury biscuit had had a home, a place where we could go and, like you said, with your equipment, leave your equipment out, breeze in, just crack on with some audio. Mm. I think that'd be really really good, and, and you know, with you guys, if you could get. Um, a home. I, I really, I want to try and help you if we if we can because a place, it'd be it'd be just a, a place where you can be yourselves, be yeah. you, you Absolutely. know. Um, something else yeah. might interest you as well. Something that we've had planned as as like a, a we have we have this idea of a dream site where you know we could get everything in that we want to be able to do. But one of the key elements is a an AV studio. We want to have Ooh. a room where we can do podcasts and YouTube and um, oh. multimedia stuff. Yeah, have a video um, set, have a recording studio. Yeah, probably a green screen and yeah. bits and pieces like that. So, and also uh, some, some equipment as well to be able to actually say, hey, you know, if you want to come in and record something, even if it's not actually a podcast, you might want to make some media for a project you're doing. Mm. Um, maybe you want to do something for, I don't know, a birthday presentation for your sister's 50th like i've done um stuff like that where where you just need to have the av equipment available and you probably don't want to go out and pay four or five hundred pounds for all the kit that you would probably need for all of it but you just because no, yeah. you don't want to use it for like an hour or two mm. um and learn how to do it and with some people around who actually know a bit about some how it works like-minded people to yeah. help and assist and you know and uh if you remember, you're going to get access to this kind of thing, but we would yeah. still take donations for the use of the equipment. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and the time and electricity and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was, um, I was speaking to to um, Maggie Love from Shropshire Youth Theatre. Um, and I was talking about, you know, how the skills that you you guys are, are teaching people, the, the skills that maybe some of like the theatre or uh, and maybe, you know, podcasting and media, they're all transferable. These are all transferable things. You mm. may not have been had the, had the confidence to go and use this big industrial stand-up drill until you've met, they've met you guys. You never know how to, to program a 3D printer until they met you guys. Stand up in front of an audience and talk until you learn how to do media or even hold a conversation with no notes, but nothing but names, and be able to make something that people will actually enjoy, communicate, bring people together around the world, unless you try to do a podcast. All of these are things are very, very, very important. So, you know, this is really important stuff for the community to get involved with. So, like, if you're listening to this now and you're thinking, what is, what, why, why should I help TMS? And this is why, because you're going to give kids, you're saying you're the, an elderly gentleman, you've had people of all ages come in and, and learn these new skills. It's never, you're never too young. Well, you are obviously too young to use it. <laughs> they're, they're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a limit there, yeah. If you yeah. can't stand up on your own, we're, yeah, yeah. we're <laughs> going to be you... struggling. <laughs> but it's never too late to learn these things. That's for sure. Um, so, um, uh, if you if you know somewhere that's got that's got a, an empty space, um, how can people get in touch with TMS? How, how can they find you? So we've got a variety of ways of contacting us. If you want to contact us personally, the Discord is a good option. 
We also have our public email, hello at telfordmakerspace.org. Dot UK. Yeah, yeah. We've just changed that actually. Yeah. Um, that's, so, so, yeah. <laughs> that's Telford uh, hello at telfordmakerspace.org.uk. I think what you do you guys are doing great. You're great to chat to you. And do you know what? Let's we've we've broken the ice a bit now. Um we should we should definitely do this again. We can maybe meet up in person oh, and um, I can bring bring some cameras and we can make something together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd of be course. great, wouldn't it? We should uh, we should definitely bring Adam along and I and Santa. I'm sure you'd love yes. that. Yes, I did share pictures. Like, I don't know if you guys like, can see the screen, but I shared the the picture of uh, Iron Santa there with a Nerf gun uh, in the yep. toy shop there. Look, yeah. um, that's right. That's from the last the last um, that was yeah, last year's for kids thing we did. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, the gift. There. Um, fantastic. Um, um, if, uh, have you guys got any local events that you guys get? You, are you going to get out and about in the summer so people can see you? We're hoping to. Yes. Um, obviously, the, with the problem with the venue at the moment, it's it is hampering us. Um, but what we're hoping to do is have some events run in uh, some local community centres. Um, we're still in the sort of early planning stages on that, but we want to run some little sessions so people can come and uh, kind of get to know us a bit, uh, learn a little bit about one focused um, topic, topic, just so that we can kind of keep the engagement going. Mm-hmm. That's lovely. And um, if people wanted to uh sorry i keep hampering with these questions i don't usually do question question we usually have a conversation <laughs> but I, I want i want people to know all the information they need to know to, to if people wanted to see a visual representation of so, so it would be social media video or something like see what, what you guys do is there is there a perfect example where people can see your things whether it be youtube facebook instagram whatever you so we often we often post a lot on twitter um at telford makers um previous examples of projects that we've done and activities that are coming up um we often post about when we've got community meetings community discussions where we bring everyone together to discuss how the makerspace is run any cool projects coming up yada 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 um we have a dedicated show-off zone in the discord so if people have made something cool and they want to share it in a bit of a public forum they often share a picture or a small video there um what else do we have got the website got the website yeah that's also a good key one um as well um with the discord uh where can people get the invite for the discord so that's on our website yeah. it is on our website it's on the main page it's in our contact us section and in the on the contact website, us yeah. section with the, the website is um telfordmaker.space um currently and we're putting a new one live quite soon which Amazing. will be telfordmakerspace.org.uk um i've 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 talked about it throughout the, the podcast and i genuinely mean it if, if you are helping people to go out there and use their own hands use their minds if you're going to give someone the engineering bug you know they, they may come to you in the 1718 and think no this is what i want to do and they might go in and, and forge a career out of what you guys zoom up on there forge a career out of what they're what they're going <laughs> to <laughs> then i'm all game for it all game for it. i really do wish you the best with with getting a new venue and i hope to see you out and about if you if you ever do want us to bring a camera or you want to you want us to come and get involved with what you guys are doing but always happy to help you um yeah. fell in love yeah, you guys hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> um what i need to do though guys is uh before we get out of here uh, is there anything you wanted to say actually before we get out of here is there, is there anything you've missed that uh, i haven't given you the opportunity for you to say Yep. One last thing from me is we do have our own podcast. It's yeah. the Telford Makerspace. Eh, let me try again. We do have our own podcast. It's the Telford Makerspace podcast. 
it's easily available on Spotify and a few others. And currently we have two good episodes. We're doing a third this Sunday. Brilliant. I love that. Fantastic. We'll have to do a collab sometime. I know we're doing this now, but I mean, like, uh, we'll do some podcasting yeah. stuff together. Have you on ours? Hey? Yes. You, yes. Uh, what did you make? Well, I, 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 uh, I mutilated a lamp once and attached to an, a bright orange microphone to it. Why not? Yeah. Why we, not? Uh, we often have a lot of, uh, well, we're, we're planning on having a lot of subject matter experts in for, uh, for our podcast. You know, um, we've got uh, one girl from uh, Warwick Uni who's uh, an expert in large format 3D printing. Wow. We've got We've got people from all over the world for design and different aspects of making. Typically, Fantastic. we do sort of one guest a month is the plan. Mm. Oh, amazing. Well, I'll let you get the experts on before you when, – when, <laughs> when it runs dry, then you can get me on. What do you do? I talk in front of a microphone. That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> right, guys, uh, if you want to find out everything you need to know about the Shrewsbury Biscuit, you can always check out our website too, which is the uh, uk. Um, all of our content is available on there. You can press play off the website and it'll play directly off the website. Or you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, um, uh, Podbean, uh, wherever you get your podcasts from. We're also on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button because uh, it just helps. Uh, it really does help if you if you subscribe, even if you're not going to watch us again. Uh, so please do that. Um, uh, did I say it? our website is made for us by our friends at Web Orchard? If you need a website, they'll make the perfect website for you, no matter where you are in the world. If you've got a, um, a, an Etsy account, if you've got a business, a podcast, a band, whatever it is, Web Orchard will make the perfect website for you. Um, right, we're going to get out of here. But, guys, thank you so much for chatting to me. I know it took a while. I'm sorry for the, the mix-up in times, but I'm glad we've done this now. We've broken the ice, haven't we? Well, yeah, really. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you very much, Alex. It's been a pleasure. Right, we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, where's the where's the outro? Here it is. Bye. Peace out, guys. <laughs>